to Voice of Niger on Radio Razo every Monday from 6 o'clock to 10 o'clock in the morning for your spiritual blessings and upliftment. For community news, your interviews, special requests, and others, tune into 105.2 MHz ETA and 103.8 MHz on cable. We delight and entertain you. Hey, we also have more stuff coming your way. We have business matters. We have social and educational matters. We have health and healing matters. We also have legal matters. For more information, call us on 020-368-1968. We delight and entertain you. Voice of Niger on Radio Razo every Monday from 6 to 10 a.m. Razo! loved ones, when the fearsome news of the corona pandemic broke, public health professionals promptly prescribed three core safety measures to protect each of us against the virus. These are wearing of protective masks, keeping a social distance of 1.5 meters in our households where possible, at church, the market, in shops, or other public spaces, washing our hands regularly with soap or sanitizing our hands with disinfectant gel. It is also advised we stay at home when convenient, get tested free of charge with or without symptoms and preferably self-isolate when needed. We are no longer in normal times. The things we are used to, the large in-person congregations, the funerals, the parties and the likes have now become super spreaders of the deadly virus. Don't be a doubting Thomas. Coronavirus is real and highly contagious. The interest of the community and society at large will be best served if we all observe the basic safety protocols and refrain from the large gatherings until it becomes safe again for such social activities. Let's be our brother's keeper and celebrate the gallant ones among us, those on the front lines, those in self-isolation to keep the rest of us safe, those battling for their lives, the scientists, the health experts, and importantly too, remember those we have lost and the families grieving. Be part of concerted efforts to stop further spread of the deadly virus and save more lives, protecting one another together against corona. This message is brought to you by the Focus Group on Corona Awareness for the Ghanaian community in Amsterdam and supported by the city of Amsterdam. There's going to be a release of the supernatural right now. The Holy Spirit is about to move in this place like never before. The power of God is about to touch you like never before. The power of God is about to heal you like never before. Wherever you are, just lift up your voice and just bless the name of Jesus wherever you are. Lift up your voice and just exalt the name of Jesus Christ. There is a release of the supernatural.
It's a new day, it's a new month, it's my joy to welcome you to the show. My name is Apostle Larry Dogana, you are listening to the Radio Voice of Niger, coming to you right now on the airwaves of Radio Razo. I want to thank you for making time to be in my company right now, and I promise you, you will not regret it. And of course, this is an inspirational segment. So we'll be treating you to a lot of very good gospel music. Inspiring, soul uplifting gospel music to prep you up for today and for the week. Not only music, you'll be hearing an exalting, uplifting word of God. And then we will bring a very special broadcast, specially dedicated to our Ghanaian community. And before we go any further, you know, it is good to do what is the needful. Let's lift up the program before the Lord. That is to say, I want you to join me as I offer a short word of prayer. And shall we pray? Eternal God, how awesome, how mighty, how gracious you are. Thank you for everything. You've given us life today that we may enjoy your bounties, all the goodies and all the graces that you have provided. Thank you for everyone out there, everyone we are reaching right now by means of radio, uh, telephone, uh, internet, and the rest of them. We want to thank you for their lives. We pray that your peace and goodness shall fill their homes in abundance today. We pray for our nation. We pray for those in authority that you will guide and lead them to lead well and in, in a godly fashion. We pray even for our king. We pray for his family. We pray for the government. Continue to lead and guide and, and, and bless this nation even 
are for our sakes, O God. Continue to grant us peace, blessing in the mighty name of Jesus. Protect us, deliver us from the virus, the pandemic, and all other, O God, unwanted disasters and problems. Let this new month you have brought us into, Father, be a good one. Go before us. Remove every obstacle, every difficulty, every problem, and everything that will go is a, that would not go well with us. Take them out of the way. We give you the glory and the praise. Bless this program. Touch our listeners and communicate to them your love and your power. As they listen, may they feel you. May the hopeless be given hope. May the weak be made strong. May the afflicted be healed. This we ask. In the name of the Lord, Jesus Christ. Oh, hallelujah. If you believe, you say a big amen. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord.
Gentlemen, I would like to bring to you uh, an inspirational psalm for for today, and this psalm is taken from the thirty-second psalm of the Bible. It is a psalm of David, a musket. It says, "Blessed is he whose transgression is forgiven, whose sin is covered. Blessed is the man unto whom the Lord imputed not iniquity." in whose spirit there's no guile. I kept silence, my bones wax old, through my roaring all day long. For day and night thy hand was heavy upon me. My moisture is turned into drought of summer. I acknowledge my sin unto thee, and my iniquity have I not hid. I said, I will confess my transgressions unto the Lord. And thou hast, and thou forgivest the iniquity of my sin. For this shall everyone that is godly pray unto thee, in a time when thou mayest be found. Surely in the floods of great waters they shall not come nigh unto him. Thou art my hiding place. Thou shalt preserve me from trouble. Thou shalt compass me about with songs of deliverance. I will instruct thee and teach thee in the way which thou should go. I will guide thee with mine eye. Be not as the horse or as the mule, which have no understanding, whose mouth must be laid, must be held with a bit and bridle, lest they come near unto thee. Many sorrows shall be to the wicked, 
But he that trusted in the Lord, mercy shall encompass him about. Be glad in the Lord and rejoice, ye righteous, and shout for joy for all ye that are upright in heart. Amen. The blessedness of receiving forgiveness of sins can never be underestimated. Maybe you're struggling with some issues, some things that you have kept to yourself. You need to let them out. Talk to God about it. Receive his healing, receive his forgiveness, and offload that burden in the name of Jesus. Continue to enjoy this music, and we'll be bringing to you a 30 minutes past the hour, the exhortational word of God dubbed the miracles of Jesus by Apostle Hela Ruth Durkin.
Just blessing your soul. Enjoy it, and as you do, lift up your hands and worship. Give your life to the Lord. Trust in Him, and it shall be well with you. Lift up those hands and bless His name. Let the Lord do you good. In these uncertain times, He is the way, He is the truth, He is the life. Take this moment. And seize this moment to put yourself right with the Lord. Situation may be as long as it. 
Jesus. It will surrender to the name of Jesus. That at the name of Jesus, every knee should bow. All of things in heaven, things in the earth, things under the earth. Well, I tell you, that song is uplifting, it's inspiring. I don't know about you, but it's touching the deepest core of my being. I think the rate, we got to move on. So, like I said, we're going to be moving into the word segment. A brief exhortation of word, the miracles of Jesus. Yeah. 
between us and our hearers in the mighty name of Jesus. Let somebody joyfully say, Big Amen. Let's read from the book of Mark, chapter 5, from verse 25 to 34. It's always a privilege when God gives me the grace to stand before you to bring the word of the living God to us. And let's read together. And a certain woman which had an issue of blood to her face, and had suffered many things of many physicians, and had spent all that she had, and was nothing bettered, but rather grew worse. When she had heard of Jesus, came in the press behind and touched his garment. For she said, If I may touch but his clothes, I shall be whole. And straightway the fountain of her blood was dried up, and she felt in her body that she was healed of that plague. And Jesus immediately, knowing in himself that virtue had gone out of him, turned him about in the press and said, Who touched my clothes? And his disciples said unto him, Thou seest the multitude turning thee, and says thou, Who touched me? And he looked round about to see her that had done this thing. But the woman, fearing and trembling, knowing what was done in her, came and fell down before him and told him all the truth. And he said unto her, Daughter, thy faith had made thee whole. Go in peace and be whole of thy plague. This is the reading of his word. Now, you see, I love this very uh, scripture so much that we all are almost conversant with it. Because if we are born uh, in a Christian home, this is one of the stories when you are growing, they love to teach you. And if you also pass through a Christian school, this is also a very popular scripture that you begin to hear from the time you are in that school or new until you pass through that school, they always talk about it. And if you also went to higher institution where you study religious study, studies, this is also one of the popular scriptures. So this scripture with this woman of the issue of the blood is so, um, it's very, very, um, um, when I say notorious in the Bible, permit me to use that word. It is so popular, yes. It's so popular because uh, people wondered the sort of faith this woman had. And people also wondered how she determined in her own heart before she could go to meet Jesus. She determined that if only I can meet her, these are the things I would do. If only I can meet her, I'll be able to touch his clothes. You see, she determined, and I love this, and in this very new year, I want you to take risk for Christ. I want you to determine to serve God in a different way, the way that is you are not used to. Do some extraordinary time and serve God in the most wonderful way God can be served. Don't serve God with the experience of other people. Don't serve God with uh, with uh, with uh, with uh, you know the same old old and old old system and old old style. Serve God in a different manner. Be excited about Him. Be be joyful whenever people talk about God in the vicinity where you are. Talk about God to your friends. 
to your neighbors, to your family folks. Don't, don't pocket God this year. I mean, some of you, when you are going to church, you just carry your little Bible and pocket it and move, and you and yet you say you're the child of God. Make God obvious. Make him, make him, make him popular by the way you serve him. Determine in your heart that this is what you want to do for God in this 2020. How long are you going to be hiding him? How long are you going to be uh, not known by your own father? How long would you be coming to his house like a stranger in this very year place? There's, the house of God is not meant for some specific people. God's presence is not meant for some specific people. Whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord, the Bible said, shall be saved. Be among those who should be the whosoever. Who will call him with will call him loud and clear who will call him with purpose with passion who will call him favorably don't call him wishy-washy call him meaning purpose call him with purpose in your heart call him be determined in what you are calling him so this woman i saw her taking a very big risk the first risk she took was that in the time when this story existed, you see among the Jews, you are not a woman. A woman is not supposed to, is having bleeding. It's not supposed to come around those folks who are too righteous, who have no bleeding. So this woman had a bleeding that started like a normal bleeding, but now it has overstayed its duration. It has stayed more than the four days normal menstrual cycle, more than five, six days a normal cycle is supposed to take place, but now it has overstretched. The Bible said twelve. Solid year, one year, two years, three years, four years, five years, six years, seven years, eight years, nine years, ten, eleven, one, one decade finished, another decade started and entered into the second year. This woman was having bleeding. This woman was so uncomfortable. We even know how we feel when this bleeding comes and it's just for four days. You know, you feel very uncomfortable. You are not yourself. You have aches and cramps here and there. You are not comfortable. You are not confident to walk the way you normally walk. There are some who normally have light bleedings and there are others who have very heavy bleedings. And before we used to think that heavy bleedings are made for those who are fat and very thick. But now, even the very thin, standard ones who look like are very skinny, they even have the, the, the highest level of bleeding these days. And then you go about wondering why things are turning around the way they are. But what I want to say here is this, that no matter how sporty or how 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 or how forceful these bleedings can be, they are very uncomfortable. Because there's no time anyone is in it and she feels very, very comfortable. Are you hearing me, somebody? So this woman had been in this tent for all of these years. And the Bible called her a woman. That means she has reached of a what? Of a marital age. She wasn't just a single woman. I believe she was a married woman. But the Bible never made mention of who married her anymore because this whole problem that came upon her, you see, had come. The husband must have endured it for a while, and you see, men don't have that lasting stand. Many of them do not have the ability to stand and to support with the very so-called people they say they love, you know, for a, a lasting period. So this man must have checked out, or the family may have even caused him to check out, or his friends who he must have complained that, you see, I don't know why my wife is bleeding all the time, all the time. So they will say, pack her from that place because what before she could she she what she she pollutes you. 
So that was the case. So you could see that this woman must have been broken, you know, with pain, not being with whoever he loved her, and the family members may not be able to be coming the way they used to come. And now her substance has been drained because she has gone from one hospital to another hospital, from one physician to another physician, opening up her body. They keep checking her. They could not find the solution. They could not know what was going on in her life. Are you hearing me? Oh, this woman really had had in that the tenacity to carry this sickness for 12 solid years. There was a, a, an aunt which I I had, my mother's younger sister. She was discovered that she, she even had bleeding just for a few weeks. Just that the thing went beyond what she used to think about. And then she began to complain. So by the time they went to the hospital, she was against having a, a, a slight cervical cancer or whatever they call it. And then, and then just that she had that alone. The following, when we began to look at her, we, you know, we watched her life just start off that way. Because from the moment she went to the hospital and they diagnosed that and she came, even any encouragement you are telling her, whatever you want to tell her that, look, auntie, your case will be different. Don't, don't, we know that well, once that name is being mentioned, people become so scared. But your own will be very different because, look, she said, how different would it be? And then, with that, before you could know him, one day she just left, didn't wake up anymore. She didn't wake up anymore. The thing hadn't even bled up to three weeks. But this woman stayed for 12 solid years. Oh, I just want to compliment some women who have been going through some hardship, going through some kind things that came upon them. They woke up one morning only to see that sickness has come. And they thought it's just a normal sickness, but the sickness began to eat them up until first year, second year, until twelfth year. This sort of woman must be celebrated. This sort of woman who did not give up. This sort of woman who did not abandon herself because men abandoned her, friends rejected her, you know, people could no more afford to come to her the way they used to. She could not abandon herself. She was still pressing forward, looking for something to do looking for a way to solve the problem. Give me a woman who is always looking for a way to solve the issues in her life, then I will show you a woman who is very prayerful. Because when you are prayerful, God will always be talking to you. God will empower you. He will encourage you. He will energize you. He will enable you. He will tell you what next step to take. Are you hearing me, somebody? He may not give you the total solution instantly, like, you know, a twinkle of an eye. But in the things that he is directing you, he's working on to your patience. He's working out to your faith. He's helping you to go through it so that you will also be a comfort to somebody else. I hear you. This very 2020, be a comforter to somebody else. This very 2020, don't worship God wish you worship. In any experience he's passing you through, be prepared and be ready to go to it. So I hear you. Because at the, at the end of the tunnel, you're going to see a light. And you will surely, surely see a breakthrough coming your way. Say, I hear you. So this one never gave up. This woman continued. Now her sickness has become the time that could cause her to 
irritated death because she's not supposed to mingle with people. She's not supposed to be found in an open place where other people go through. She's not supposed to be found in a public place. I beg your pardon. She's not supposed also to mingle with people because in those days it is assumed, it is it is it is believed that when a woman have passed through the menstrual cycle, the the number of days she's supposed to be menstruating and is almost getting to eight years, eight, eight days. They're already thinking that she has something, and they're already beginning to want to ostracize her. The, the other women are already looking for a way to begin to report her. Do you understand me? So now she's not supposed to come out where other people are, so that she doesn't pollute them. She doesn't. She doesn't. She doesn't. Uh, affect them with her same. So they always now go through some kind backyard roads. They carve another road where they have to walk. They also move them to another locality where people have been ostracized have to be walking through. This was a sort of rejection this woman was going through. But it didn't stop her. So the woman continued to look for solution. She never gave up. She continued to look for which way her help will come. And one day the Bible said she heard that Jesus was was coming through her own side. She was Jesus was coming through the uh, through the uh, by the side where she was located. This woman said, "Okay, if Jesus was gonna come, then is, if I, if I stay inside, this brother will say kill me. So if I go out and then they cut me and maybe they stone me to death, all death not death. So I'm going to make the last. I'm going to make my last journey. I'm going to take the last risk. So this woman decided." to do something. What was it she decided to do? She decided that she was going to brave it. She was going to look for where Jesus was and she was going to do everything to make sure that she would touch the hem of his garment. How are you touching the Lord this year? How different do you want to serve God this year? What are you trying to do to draw the hand of Christ to you? I believe that the Lord didn't just get up and decide to go to the side of that woman. I believe that because of her persistence in prayer, the Lord must have heard her and the Lord decided to come close to where this woman would be able to make the last attempt, you know, and to release her faith. The Bible said when she heard, when she heard about Jesus coming to that side, she decided that if only I go, I will I will bypass anything and I will do my possible best to touch the hem of the, the clothes of Jesus. And she believed it that if only she can touch that, something would happen. So the day came, she set up on this journey and she began to, she saw the crowd, she was never pushed up. She saw the, the crowd because everywhere Jesus went, crowds of multitudes of people, in millions, they were following him. So if you do not have that sort of faith, if you don't even have that touchy faith, you will never be able, you will give up. You see, the sort of faith that this woman had was the sort that Zacchaeus also had. When Zacchaeus saw that the crowd was too much, Zacchaeus went a bit further and said, I'm going to climb the sycamore tree and I will be there. At least I will be able to spot the so-called Jesus. That was the sort of faith this woman had. 
This one was never moved by the crowd. She was determined to do something. Child of God, hearing the voice of my, my hearing the, 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 my, the, my voice this morning. I don't think you tuned in just because you want to hear my voice. You've been hearing it. I don't think you just tuned in because you want to see my face. You know me very well, and some do not know me. But even if you don't, don't know me, I'm not totally different from other women you've been seeing. Well, do you understand me, somebody? But I believe there's a reason why God had expected, had allowed you to tune in. The reason why God allowed you to do, tune in is that you can do something totally different this very year. So I hear you. You will not be discouraged because I'm being positioned this morning to jack you up. I'm here this morning to jack you up. You got, you have to be jacked up from where your faith has been depleted. You have to get up again and be on the track to move. It's not time to pack yourself. It's not time to throw in the towel. It is time to be jacked up. Say, I hear you, baby. Yes, God sent me to jack you up and you must be jacked up because the road is not for those who are packed, who are packed in, or who are packed, in, or who are packed out. They don't want to continue anymore. The journey is far. We just have to make it. It doesn't matter how far it has started. We must press forward. Hallelujah. So the woman looked at the crowd. It never moved her. She continued to press forward. She continued to move. Little, little, little. She was, you know, passing through every little corner. She was going. And, you know, I don't think she must have been a very tall woman because from the description Jesus gave, when something happened, I will get there very soon. Jesus looked down. He looked around. He didn't see. So Jesus looked around, looked round about to see. She had to look round before she could notice the woman. That means she wasn't so visible. Do you understand? So other men who were taller than her must have, you know, occupied a space. But the woman was not terrified by their heights. She was determined to do what she must have received inspiration to do. And that was to touch the hem of the garment. Don't go to church this year empty. Don't just leave your home saying you are going to God's environment without making any attempt to come back with something tangible. Something that will affect your generation. That will affect your family. That will affect your household. Don't go to church this year. You know, go through the 52 Sundays in, in 2020 and then you come back empty. Every time you go into God's presence, determined to come back with something tangible. Be determined to drop some old nature of you and come back with some women who can hear the truth. Then we can have some women who can tell the truth. The woman that God Jesus met in the book of John chapter 4, she said, come and see the man who taught me the truth of everything which I have ever done in life. Come see the woman. Come and see the man who told me the truth. Do we still have people who will come to Christ and they want to hear the truth? Do we still have women who will come to the body of Christ and they want to hear the truth? Do we still have people who will come to church and they want to hear the truth? Because in our churches today, truth has left. Truth has left the pulpit. Truth. Nobody is saying any truth to any young star. Nobody is saying any truth to any young girl. We can't even correct the way they dress up. We can't even, even correct the way they package themselves and be like in a sack. And they are looking at you with half nudity. You can't even correct it. Because the moment 
you want to say. You don't know whether that person has a pistol or a gun or have something, a gadget, or or even a, what do you call it? Oh, pepper, pepper, what do you call it? But my husband, please borrow me. What do you call it? Pepper spray. You don't even know, know whether they have pepper spray. So you want to spray you just because your eyes are too clear to see that they are almost nude. So truth has left the church. But there are still some people, I believe, that God is raising at this end time who want to hear the truth. Because the only place where we can hear the truth is in the house of the Lord. Because the Bible tells us we shall know the truth and the truth is what will set us free. Not exciting words, but the truth. So when the woman was touched by the power from above, she was compelled to speak in nothing but the truth. Why? Because her issue had been dried up. The plague that was around her had left her. And she was now left to own up. And it was until she owned up what happened to her that Jesus now went further and said, Daughter, thy faith had made thee whole. Go in peace and be whole of thy plague. That suggests to me that if she had not admitted that virtue left Jesus and came to her, if she had not admitted that something had happened to her, fountain, she wouldn't have been made whole. She wouldn't have gone in peace. Do you understand? She would have left that place, probably been caught by the, what she had done. Maybe people would have gathered against her because they realized now that she may have polluted them. But my question is, they had a tradition that when someone is bleeding, you're not supposed to come close because it's assumed that you pollute the rest and they all become, uh, they become what? Unclean, right? So, throughout the time she was moving around, can we calculate how many people she must have been unclean? Or was it that they were not more unclean because they were in God's presence? I really don't know how to explain this. Or I, I will just put it in the side of meat because there are some certain myths we've believed, and then we believe in these myths, and they are retarding us and they are making us not to go to the next level. Some certain myths that. When a woman is menstruating, she doesn't need to cook for you. And then some people believe it. They don't, she doesn't need to cook for me. So when she's menstruating, she doesn't need to cook. So they would prefer to go to a hotel and go and eat. But in the hotel, there are other women who are there. Do you know whether they have that same thing which you have run away from your home to go and eat? That is nothing but foolishness. Please, sanctify the food and eat it. It has nothing to do with the bleeding. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So, this problem became solved. Beloved, is it not exciting that within a twinkle of an eye, a problem of 12 years was totally solved? Because somebody made a decision. She desired and she determined that she was going to see the end. Because if only she can be in God's presence, she will see the end. But the Bible said, she had an issue. She had an issue. The issue that have stayed for that number of years. There are others who are listening to
to me right now. The Bible may not have identified you, but by the way you live, you, you can identify yourself. You have several issues which you are not owning up to. And because you've not owned up even one, that's why it is elongated. I met a, a friend who really have an issue. And for me, I know she has. Even though she tries to lie about her issue, even though she tries to ignore the issue, but what is happening now is that this issue she's trying to ignore is acting like cancer around her, eating her up, eating her up. When she gets a relationship, it eats her up. Before you know it, she is the type that is so loud-mouthed that she is uncontrollably um, uh, controlling. If she doesn't control a situation, she is not, she wouldn't be part of that situation. If she does not justify herself in everything she does, even when it's obvious that she is at fault, she would like to justify herself. So I go about wondering, how can people be having self-justification this way and you don't know that it is not, it is not part of the fruit of the spirit? That when you quarrel, you are obviously the one that is wrong, but you don't accept it. You will continue to give every excuse for the other person to think that that person was at fault, but you were never at fault. And this has happened to you, made you, you could not stay in a relationship. You, every relationship that comes to you, you lose it. You married and you could not stay in a relationship. Her children in that relationship could not stay in it. And you are still having some men who, after you left your marriage, they are coming to you because they want to friend you. Maybe they want to remarry you. But this thing have held you in one position. Year in, year out. You are a and gentlemen good morning good morning just in case you join us now this is radio voice of niger we are broadcasting on the 105.2 megahertz on eta and 103.8 on cable today's program is specially dedicated to ghana the ghanaian community we are busy trying to deal with this corona pandemic and you know the way to one of the primary ways to deal with this pandemic is to provide information. So I'm just um, setting you up with Diana Hamilton's song. Stand by and take account. 
And I need to tell you that in the studio right now with me are two very powerful ladies. One is younger, one is a bit older or matured, I should say. They are beaming with smiles and they are ready to take it on. Are you ready for them? <laughs> But before we proceed any further, I'd like to take uh, a little, do a little commercial. Wabra, yadimponi corona, esasia ewe wiasi ama njine mu. Ena abenfua, wabin ewo yarisamu, adenshishaya ahudu wabaya miensa egu akwa muse. Siye di sanshi shi suwa. Rambo ya mhubayi wabra. Yenya ya riye korona ibi. Enshi shi ebi enese. Esese abrene abrina. Yeshe nose mask. Erekata ya njini eni yano. Na yeja anamomba kon enifan. Mechile wa 1.5 meters. Etu ya niye hun ya hun entem. Wabra. Yewofie. Emontenso. Ejom. Soto. Eni bebi biya yewo. Esese. Yadi nsuo eni samina eta huru yensa entem na yadi sanitizer enso fofa yensa hon. Wasantu ya fose, si yeni bibia ya wa montenswa, ya mwa modense abri piada, yebe shefie. Afei, si yehu nsatrayebi ewe yenipadwiam, anase mpo yehu nsatrayebi ya mpwa, yebe tumia koso ya mwake, aye yefri, aye nyisikabia. Yankai se, braye wami enti se bibia ala senko. Na ye nina atumishia mwa ya pati A ye Abadin tuwa Ena diya na ya keka honsa Saami ya ahuruwa jetititisei Ena yushu ya mwuchila se Nipatuduwa nukwa Uya ya diya ni bipa Enya huu achinjejifuwa Corona emuwa wano Ewa hopa na esani ensoso Mantamu ene brono ahuduwa ayetiso Ye nina abota ya nese Ya baku atia Corona ya riei Sebe tumisaadia, nesa se, ensishaya hudua ya diegua kwa mu, nebe tumia bobany, ama ye nya ya riyanibi, ya tumidisu saa pepepe. Na ye jai, ensishaya mudie ahudua, tisa pati, endi ya kika honi nina. Ebra ya wami, enesa se, ya buwabwa ya nyanom. Afei mwuma yankai, wana wadi ya kuona nimu, na woku aje ya nina afri korona ya riyanumu. Yankai wana, wati wa mwasie, esansi wanya korona nibi, mechile wana wawa asolation. Wansusua, wogu ya repaso, asabrei, woku aji wankwa. Adoku tafuwa, eni abimfuwa, waya nchushemuwa hudwa, edifa korona, ya liye mtobenya edro, etimosia no. Mwuma yankai, abusuya, wadisi ya no mafrimu, eni abusuya sabrei, wotiti nisio, esan wadisi ya afrimu. Esese ya nina tumikabomu, na yebua, yetu mikutia ya rie, korone, wabra yebedi nshisha ya ahuduo, awadiyagu ekwa muni nina eso. Ya nkaise, nkaiboi, yekuo ayefrewon, focus group on corona awareness for Ghanian community in Amsterdam, ana wadi ibreye, ana city of Amsterdam, etawonechi. Okay, Yedasipi, thank you so much. Thank you so much. And now, ladies and gentlemen, it is time. Uh, well, we're speaking today on COVID-19, the information, benefits, 
information and benefits of uh, the safety protocols as well as testing. This is what we're going to be talking about today. As you know, um, this program is specially dedicated to, you know, fighting the, uh, creating awareness, I should say, about the corona pandemic within the Ghanaian community. This has been facilitated by the municipality of Amsterdam. Well, since early 2020, our world has been gripped with the coronavirus pandemic, also known as COVID-19. All over the world, nations, businesses, and families are grappling with the unending and still devastating impact of this pandemic. Now, based on recent study by the Amsterdam University Medical Center uh, uh, of a set of five population groups in Amsterdam, the Ghanaians stood out as having an appreciable level of coronavirus antibodies. The, the publication and interpretation of the results caused a lot of anger and consternation among the people. And after a series of consultations with the community leaders and key stakeholders, it was decided to launch this special media campaign to help bring awareness and also proper education on the pandemic at the grassroots level. So with this, I would like to say a big welcome. And before we go further, I would like to introduce my guests. I'll mention their names and they will just give you one or two lines of, of themselves, of their profile. I have in the studio with me uh, a very experienced woman. Uh, she is Dr. Anamik Wardenberg de Groot. Okay, would you say hello to yeah. the listeners and uh, just say to learn about yourself? Yeah, hello everybody, very nice I can be here. I'm a public health doctor in Amsterdam. I work for GGD Amsterdam and uh, at the moment at the Corona team. Awesome, you're welcome, ma'am. Uh, I have also a younger lady by name Vanessa Atia. She's an advisor, uh, infection prevention at the GGD. Vanessa? Good morning, listeners. My name is Vanessa Atia, and I'm a public health advisor um, on, on infection prevention and hygiene. Thank uh, you for having us. Lovely, lovely. Well, ladies and gentlemen, we want you to feel free to um, interact with us in the studio whilst we are on air. The studio line is 6020 one six one, I beg your pardon. Let me repeat that again. Uh, six nine seven, one six one nine. Yes, it's like uh, right. Um, I want us to take up um, the questions. We're going to answer in less than three parts. We're going to deal with the knowledge about the coronavirus. Uh, we're going to ask some questions on that, and then we'll proceed to uh, two other segments. Um, first of all, let me kick off by asking the question. Are there any scientifically based information on the origin of this virus? Like, uh, did it happen naturally or was it laboratory generated? Because there's been a lot of conspiracy theories. And this is some of the things that circulate within the community and people carry about and spread, you know? So I would love uh, you, gent uh, you ladies to uh, tell us What's your take on this? Uh, do we have any information as to how this virus came about? Help as a help our community. Go ahead. Yeah, Anamik, yeah, you can yeah. go, and then uh, Vanessa can add. Yeah, yeah. 
Well, the COVID-19 virus is actually uh, a virus that is uh, is family of an of an other viruses, SARS, and those are not at all from a laboratory, but they come. They are called zoonoses, which means they start. We think they start in uh, animals. We think this one starts in bat-like animals, and then at some point. Uh, it can jump over to uh, to a human being, and um, so it's it's not it, it is a family, and this is another uh, uh, mutant of a of a, fa of a family. But it is not uh, we have we know it already. Actually, after it started, it got started in uh, last uh, in 2020. Actually, very very. Uh, soon we knew we knew the whole genetic material, and we knew it was family of the SARS virus, yeah. which I think is kind of an evidence that it's not laboratory laboratory made. Yeah, it's natural. It's yeah, it it comes. I mean, it's a bit, but more will come. It is because the, of the way we live. We live close to to animals. Yes. Yeah. Wow. And uh, but if you want, if you want to add anything, okay. Yes. Um, yeah. Yes. So we have a. Yes. So it's basically viruses can live in animals. Uh, that that has always been the case, um, and at the moment the World Health Organization is also doing a research uh, on the origin of this virus in particular, how it came about. Um, so that report will give a definite answer on how it was transmitted. Mm -hmm. Okay. So we have. Establish the fact that it was not laboratory generated, no. like may a biological uh, weapon of mass destruction. Yeah. May I say something about a virus? A virus is really a, a very, very, very small uh, part of generic material. It's actually it's weak. It cannot live on its own, on its on itself. Mm -hmm. So it really has to come into somebody. Yes. Mm -hmm. So even if you think it was. Made. I mean, it's not easy to spread. It, it's 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 a stupid way to to spread things. Mm. If you want, but so yeah. So it, it there's no. Uh, there's no reason. Substance. No, no. It's it's just very small, and it cannot live in itself. It needs no. people or animals no. to live, and that's why we can fight it because we know this. Okay. Okay. Then uh, that brings me to the, my next question. Can you recount? To our listeners, the ways in which uh, this virus spreads and uh, causes destruction in the body of its victims, the mechanism by which it is yeah. transmitted. This is what we wanted to explain. Now, please don't be scientific at all. Be down to earth. Yeah. Because we're dealing with grassroots people. Okay. Yeah. All right. Shall I begin? Yeah. So, okay, yeah, it's so the virus, what I said, is a really small part. Yeah. It comes into your nose yes. because it can be uh, in the air of someone who is, who is infected, but yes. you have to be very close to that person. So, say you would be very close to a person who is ill. Yeah. It comes in your nose, in your mouth, can be in your ears, in your eyes, little, little droplets. Yes. And then your body starts fighting it, and usually nothing happens. Mm -hmm. You just your body fights it like a common cold, yeah. like a flu, but it's little small particles, and they want to intrude through the nose and through the mouth, and then they come in. And then, do you want to know more? If you if you are in you have bad health, or yeah. it's it's really a lot, you can you can get ill, and then still 
uh, your body has uh, the immune system and that is cells that fight it and fluid that fights it and usually like a common cold or a flu you just get uh, recover again yes. sometimes you don't and that's why we are so afraid of it what is a bit uh, mind-blowing is that uh, before the outbreak of this pandemic you know we've been, we that we as human beings have been living close together mm -hmm. you know in breathing each other's air and doing, we were being you know pretty much close to each other for over a long period of time yeah. what really changed to the extent that now we transmit the virus just by close contact it was a year or so back it wasn't like that so what what really made it the difference so when it comes to the normal flu, yes. uh, like you see, the rates of the normal flu is going down. Why? Because it has the same transmission route as the COVID-19 okay. through droplets. Mm -hmm. And um, you see when it's winter time and a lot of people are close to each other, we don't wash our hands and everything, yeah. people get the flu. You see here, here someone is sick, there someone is sick. Correct. The same goes to COVID-19. Mm -hmm. The only difference is with COVID-19, you need less particles to get sick and you can get sicker in some cases. That's the difference. Okay, if I, if I say it in symptom-wise. Yes. Uh, but the transmission route is the same. Yes. So, um, you know, when you, for example, you can imagine if someone is shouting to you and yes. you're very close, do you see the amount of droplets that can go into your eyes, like Anamik said, or into your mouth? That's a very uh, thing to be very aware of, that that's the way you can get sick and, and contract COVID. Yes. My question is partially answered. Now, prior to this time, we've had, we catch COVID, and we spread flu back and forth, you know, and we, we survive it, we, we get better, and we, we move on. So where did, how did COVID now change the whole game? So much so that it's changed our, our, our way of living. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. How did COVID now penetrate into the you know atmosphere, into the world, into the human system that so much that it has really hijacked everything? You know, I don't know whether you understand my point. Uh, okay. But prior so, to this time, we lived together. We had flu. We recovered from it and yes. everything. Now suddenly, COVID came and it it kind of changed everything. So how come COVID? Uh, how did COVID now become so dominant? over all the other viruses that... Beca because of the spreading, yeah. I mean, it's w way more contagious than the flu, mm -hmm. if you say it that way. You, yes. le you need less yes. particles. Yes. And that's why it spreads so easily. In the beginning, we didn't have all these particles. Yes. We didn't do this for the flu. Yes, so that changed mm -hmm. because of the way we saw COVID developing and making people super ill, uh, even leading to ICU care. Yeah. So therefore we have these uh, measures to have the distance, to wash your hands, uh, because it spreads much easy, easily. Uh, that's why. I yeah. hope yeah. I hope well, it answered. Yeah, I answered your question. Fully, <laughs> well, yeah, you okay. did. You did. You did. Yeah. But there are actually there are more contagious uh, viruses. True. Like That's true. SARS. But it was we, everybody worked really hard to and it kept it, it contained uh, in Southeast Asia and it did yes. come to us and we had hoped this virus wouldn't come to us. Yeah. But, it, yeah. but we yeah. we have. I mean, I think everyone knows there have been contagious diseases yes. Yes. for for centuries, right. like yeah. the the pest and yeah. the, and and the, and the Spanish uh, flu. And, and, uh, yeah. flu and yeah. it's, 
So once and, and the, the the bad thing is once it's it's spreading and it's it 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 uh, um, uh, uh, multi multiplies, multiplies so often. Yeah. Okay. Well, thank you so much. You did well, ladies. Thank you. <laughs> then uh, let me uh, find out from you. Uh, what are the common symptoms which indicate that someone yeah, has yeah. contracted the disease? Uh, we have been hearing all kinds of things, but maybe you as uh, health uh, professionals and frontline workers, supposedly, you can tell us more uh, about how, uh, I mean, the symptoms, people, what makes you know that somebody has it. Okay, first of all, presenting from the point of view, uh, you're the person who has an infection, knowing, you know, by the indications, and also an external person looking at another person saying you can tell okay you have a COVID possibly you know did you did you get my my mm -hmm. point of view yeah. so I approach it from both angles so, so, so one of you and then the other the other take the other, other presentation so are, there are a few symptoms that are really uh, known uh, with uh, come in combination with COVID um, yeah. nine, nineteen yeah. and that's like airway problems. So that uh, means? airway problems causing in for you to cough a lot, okay. um, for you to have a, a running nose, yes. um, to have like cold-like symptoms, basically. So now, if you talk about coughing a lot, when I came in here, I was I sat here for a while. I coughed for one or two seconds, mm -hmm. and I said maybe there's some something not clean in that place. So I removed this. Okay, uh, that's not what you mean. How long must a cough be for one to suspect that something must be amiss? Okay, I think that's a really a, a personal thing. You you can feel that you're coughing, like if you feel like you're having a, a flu, cough, a cough, a yes. real cough. Yes, yes. That's a difference between clearing your throat and coughing. Um, so uh, yes, if you just don't feel feel good, if you maybe have a fever um, or even with a runny nose, those type of symptoms, like very s small symptoms, could be a symptom of you having or contracting COVID. Um, but th throat pain, coughing, um, fever, problems with uh, uh, breathing, if in, in worst cases, and in some cases even if your taste is lost or your uh, smell is lost. Yes. Now, talking about breathing, you mean like you have struggled really taking in deep I, breath? I think by that time you would definitely no. uh, call some professional help, <laughs> but with the the most cases, people have runny noses. They will cough. They have throat pains. Those type of symptoms. Fever, fever, fever too. Because okay. it's a it's a virus, and every virus, if it, if you contract a virus, most of the time you will get a fever as well. Now, yeah. how will somebody be able to distinguish between common flu and COVID? You can't. No, you can't. That's why we always. That's why we always say test, 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 because test will let you know if you have the flu or something else, mm -hmm. uh, COVID or something else. Wow. Well, maybe I can add something uh, because, of course, we all have in this period we have a snotty nose, we have some coughing, some, some, some of these common, common things. Yes. What I do is. Um, well, if I sneeze one or two times, yeah. I, I don't have myself tested. But yeah. I look, no, how because, no, but I look, I look for half, a, for half a day and I 
it, it's over again. But if it's it's really persevering, that and then that is so that is important. Don't be afraid to test because we know too little about the spreading mm -hmm. yet because people don't like to get tested. Yeah. So don't hesitate to test. And then the of course the the fever and and getting shortness of breath is already a. A continuing symptom of yeah. the disease, right. or the, especially also the loss of taste and, and smell is is a, is very common and is is known to be be COVID. Now there's another um, uh, 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 circumstance when you have, for instance, family or friends who yeah. have you know have COVID, mm -hmm. then even be faster with the testing. If you just have few symptoms, just go have yourself tested because then you. I mean, the chance that you have uh, that you are positive is bigger. If if you, one of your friends has COVID and you might have been close Around to him, them, yes. so, so please be then even more eager and and more more serious. But I think people, for instance, uh, now it is also hay courts. What's hay courts? Hay fever. Yeah, hay yeah, fever. Yes. Yeah. Well, you recognize that. Yeah. Yeah. You, you, if you know your own body, you yes. know a little how you react. Yes. So, it is a hard, hard question you ask. Yes, it, it's it's complicated. No, yeah. It's complicated. But if you doubt, always yeah, just go. Yeah, just just, just go um, or 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 talk with your GP yeah. about it, your doctor. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. The problem with the GP is that you know that, like I know, I mean, they don't get to see you. They speak no. to you on no. the phone True. and all that. Uh, they put so many restrictions these days. Uh, I was coughing the other day and I said, can I get a prescription for cough mixture? Of course, they said no. They said buy paracetamol and all that. They said, you cannot even come. I said, they said, why don't you go test for COVID? Yeah, I said, that's what they I said, even if I did, there's no medication. So what's the point? You know, but I just dismissed it. And of course, I got better just about yeah. a few days, you know. So I think the borderline between COVID and flu is really, really my, uh, difficult to distinguish. But yeah. the people who have a common flu also lose taste or a sense of smell. I didn't understand. Did they lose taste? Their taste sometimes, and sense of smell. Yes, sometimes. Common you can. flu. Yes. Okay. But not okay. so often as with COVID. This is uh -huh. kind of special with, with COVID. COVID. Uh -huh. Yeah. Uh -huh. Okay. Now, the first question I'd like to ask is that when the results came, or the research results came out about the infection within the Ghanaian community, uh, we began to hear certain terms like asymptomatic antibodies. Uh, what really do these big words mean? Can you explain to our listeners? Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, yeah. Antibodies. Antibodies <laughs> against the body. What is that? Okay. <laughs> antibodies first. Yes. Antibodies is a good thing. It is It is in your cells. It is, is, it is the cells that fight it, uh, the, the fight the virus. The virus is an um, uh, avid, uh, protein? protein, and the, and there are cells and there are that fight this protein. And then there are different um, yeah fluids that go up, and you can measure that. But antibodies are actually the soldiers in your in your body. Mm -hmm. um, okay, let me, let me make it easier. We had from the research which was done. Thus, a large number of the Ghanaian population have antibodies. Yes. Okay. Yeah. And also, also, so it began. They got different interpretations. Some said, yeah, they were they were carrying more viruses than the other five, other four groups which were researched. Okay. So, 
Geen was dat. Yes. Yeah. So you can measure a certain, we call it a titer, how, how much, titer, how much uh, antigen is in someone's blood against a certain disease. You can do that for all kinds of infections. And you can also measure that for, uh, for corona. Yes. Now, I, have, I didn't do that study, but I, 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 I read that there was found more than we would expect in the Guinese uh, community. And that means that? Well, we don't know yet how long the antigen stays in the blood, so we don't know when the people had this, they have had the infection, that is what we know. If they have the antigen, they at some point had the infection. Yes, both. Okay. You can have the infection with very little symptoms, we know that also. Mm-hmm. And then, and we also know that if you have very little symptoms, you are not as contagious as if you have, are ill. Yeah. So that is what the asymptomatic uh, question is about. Mm-hmm. The problem is we don't because people don't test so much. We don't know when they had the corona, when when it was, how many it, it were. So it is just from having this antigen titer, we still don't know enough. But probably people had the infection, and we, yeah. They had it, and they and they uh, they are healthy then. Doctor, let me you have to explain the thing very well. Vanessa, can you explain my question? I didn't answer my question. <laughs> so, you know, basically, yeah. I mean... Explain the antibodies and as, in asymptomatic situation. Okay. See if you can you know, break it down for us. Yeah, so so it all stems of this um, study that has been done. Yeah. Just to be clear, we as GGD didn't do this uh, no. study. No. Uh, so we don't know what the goal was with the studies. But every study has a certain goal. And um, I, I, you, from what I think is the, like the antibodies and asymptomatic, those are terms that are used in the medical field a lot. Now it's brought to the general public and everybody is thinking what, what what does that mean? Asymptomatic basically means you don't have any symptoms. Asymptomatic. You don't have any symptoms, but you are tested, uh, you have contracted COVID or any type of um, disease, but without symptoms. So when we do the blood work or we do any type of testing, we see uh, a result and um, it says that you have contracted something, but no symptoms. Antigen means that you have endured uh, infection in this case, you have endured the COVID-19. It has passed, and if we look at your blood work, we see the antigen in your in so your it, blood. It has passed. Yes. That yes. The disease did it hijack your body, your immune system, as it were? You kind of overcame it. Yes, yes. because it has fought, fought against fought the virus, against. and that's the print that happy. it left. So that yeah. is positive, it's, positive. it's it's good. It's a very good thing. All right. But but when it comes to the study, yes. we don't have any conclusions. All we know, all they knew is, or all they brought out Ouch. to the world Correct. is said that hey, this type of percentage was found. Oh. But that's that's everything. Thing that we that's, all we, that's all we know so we don't know how long it will last we yeah, don't know yeah. how short it will last we don't know anything uh, about that I so but, yeah but the lesson but if it because it is measured we think well that is strange we didn't know these people had uh, contracted yes. corona yes. we would have liked to know yes. Yes. And, 
it brings more questions if they yeah. would have tested yes. because some might have had a cold and thought oh it's just a yes. cold but they could maybe have contracted to other people who are maybe less healthy Correct. so you do you do it not for yourself yes. if you're but it's so important to do it for the whole community to get that covid out yes yes okay so right now we have heard a bit about the asymptomatic that is uh, you you have traces of the virus inside of you but without symptoms so you can you, you have the virus you have the virus you have the virus but you just don't sure. have any you're not showing any symptoms no precisely so you are asymptomatic but people like that then they don't know no no so no they don't know and that's and that's uh, yeah that's 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 uh, a bit difficult uh, when it comes to this situation that's why it's so important to always keep the distance because you don't know you don't know sometimes you think it will get to a point where they would require everybody to do a test because if people are symptomatic they don't think they can spread it anyway so they might say okay everyone yeah. will do a COVID test so we know who's but it, yeah but the difficulty with the test is that the test is at the moment at the moment you it's have the, the corona and you are positive or you don't yeah. but then maybe next week uh, you could you could, so so I think we should test a lot, but a lot. but it, if it, uh, today my test is negative, it doesn't mean that I won't obtain it next week. Yeah, that's a good point, you know, because we get the impression like once you test and you're negative today, yeah. then you're no. set for life. No, but not. you could change the next week. Absolutely. <laughs> wow. Well, ladies and gentlemen, if you listen to this program, um, uh, we want you to feel free to call the studio line, interact with us, and talk to these wonderful ladies who are trying to help us by giving us uh, information. Okay, now, earlier on in this pandemic, we heard that children were risk factor in spreading the disease, uh, the virus. We don't know, we can explain why children were tagged as being a risk factor. Now, lately we have also heard that young adults are now actually the risk factor. Can you explain to our listeners and tell us why? I, I don't know if I got the question quite right. The, waarom die oudere jongeren, yeah. uh, de kinderen, waarom zij uh, nu wel opeens okay. uh, besmettelijk zijn? Yeah, precies. Yeah. Yeah. Well, they, they, what, what is still the same is that children are less uh, spread the virus less easy than than than, than adults. Oh, they do. They That's do. To but no, they do. They, they still do. But they, uh, but once it, well, there was so much, and because of course they didn't have restrictions, the virus got more chance. Mm. We had to, we had to weigh what's more important: get the kids to school, or have them all stay at home. Mm. Now and then, then at a certain point, just before Christmas, we noticed that especially young adults yes. uh, had more, uh, had more, had too too much infections, and then we closed the schools. No, but, so, you, yeah. so it means that children, as a matter of fact, can be classified as uh, asymptomatic. They, they can be asymptomatic no. carriers. No, uh, no I, I think uh, what, what Anamika is trying to say is yeah. basically in the beginning they had to weigh out, okay, should we, in the beginning of the pandemic, should yes. we let the kids still go to school or also keep them home? They did, then they said let's let them go to school because it's also important for them to go to school. Then. What we saw like at the last uh, end of last year, yeah. we saw that there were pretty much many outbreaks when it comes to the, the children and uh, the young adults. So you're saying that they also began to catch the virus and began to fall sick? But, that, but 
in the meantime, we also changed our testing. We tested more, so we have more information. Yes. And if we have more information, then this brought us, this came to our, was brought to our attention that, hey, kids can also carry it a lot and it spreads a lot. That's just new information, but we also, at the same time, change our rules. So it's hard to pinpoint why it exactly is, but most probably that's the reason why. Because we tested more, we have new information, we change ways, and now we see, hey, kids uh, can also carry the virus. Well, we knew the kids could carry yeah, the virus, yeah, that's but true. We, 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 knew, we know that much. they are not as uh, much spreading yeah. it. And also, it's really important to know that most of the infections they they came through parents or through other adults uh for instance teachers or people outside schools not in the school once it's of course once it's spreading yeah. then yeah then there's no end to it but so it came from the home situation it came often basically. from the home situation because and that's that's logical because you don't keep it distant you don't have to yeah, in no. your house yeah, but, but does not negate the fact that children can contract the virus. Sure, they can. Okay, but I think that, that's what yes. is important. Yeah. But they have they have a better immune system because they're younger. True. So if they have Most the virus, they may not show symptoms. That's 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 no. not true. No. They can show symptoms like we. They may not. Some may not. And show. So, but adults some may not show yeah. any symptoms as well. So yes. that that it, that but doesn't have. But children generally are healthier. I think, um, but I that think doesn't mean that they won't show any symptoms. No, they will. They will. They will. Like other, yeah. like other. Well, you know, if you have young children, yeah. they are they are coughing and sneezing and, and, and having snotty all the time. I, I, I. It's a good question, but I don't. I don't think children show less uh, symptom, uh, no. less symptoms. Okay. They are just, but they are also not as ill as uh, once they True. obtain it. Yeah. True. Mm. That, that is true. That's what, yeah. Okay. So, so right now, how do we navigate our way in this whole uh, idea that, okay, children were classified as having, uh, as being risk factors in the past, and now they think young adults. So, I don't know where this because conclusion is know, from. What is driving that? Young, young adults are very mobile. Young adults yeah, go yeah. everywhere. Okay, they go to true. meeting Party. up with their friends, going to parties. Okay. So, that's that's why they spread it easily. They go from sports to the shopping center to to mm -hmm. the university or they hug a lot. They, sorry, they, they hug, hug a lot. lot. Yeah, yeah. You know, there's a they it's do. a close community. Yeah, so yeah. that's why they're basically known for spreading the virus a little bit quicker. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, ladies and gentlemen, if you're following us, feel feel free to give us a call in the studio line zero two zero one six nine seven one six one nine. This is wonderful ladies are doing a great job and they would like to hear your voice. Okay, let's take one more question then we can take a break. Is that all right? Okay, now we all know that there's a new variant of this virus which is on the loose. Okay, can you tell us more about the variant from the UK yeah. and South Africa? Yeah. How can one distinguish between them? How can the ordinary person know which one is which? You, you, well, it's not, it, you, you cannot know it uh, if you don't have a laboratory. So, if you have a laboratory, and we do have a laboratory, you can see the sequence of the proteins, of the amino zero actually, and it's, there are slight, uh, slight parts are different with the British variant and with the uh, South African variant. And 
what's a pity is that the British one is a little bit more contagious and you need less particles to get infected. So that is why we, why uh, the RIVM was so uh, was so eager to to continue with all the uh, rules we have. Mm. But for the rest, it's like the it's like the the other uh, no. COVID. Yeah. Hmm. So and we seek. Oh yeah, what I should tell you is once we we have, we all. At the GGD, we watch all these people that are tested. I'm, I mean, not watch, but um, like for instance, in the schools, we know when, when some schools have a lot of uh, infections. Yeah. So, and, and in playhouses and other... other uh, nursing uh, facilities. Yeah. Yeah. So when we think, oh, that's really a lot, that mm-hmm. then we sequence this and we... we Look if it's the British variant. Okay. It takes some time. It takes a week or two weeks in the laboratory, but it's all monitored, to, all because uh, to get to get the virus out more quick. <laughs> okay. Well, well. Uh, thank you for so much, uh, Doctor. Yeah, Anne. sorry, it's maybe too much. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you had two seconds before. I like it. <laughs> Yes, sequencing is basically, uh, it's a method that they use in a laboratory. If you have a sample, if you've done a test, they use the sample to sequence it. And that's basically, for short, it's a method to find out what type of virus it specifically is. So you are saying, Nandoshel, that we cannot tell, uh, as an ordinary people, the, the difference between the COVID and the, the UK and the South African no, virus? Because, because the symptoms and everything are the, are the same. Okay, but uh, you said it spreads faster and it kills also faster? No, well, it, it spreads faster because you need less particles to get infected mm-hmm. or to get contracted. Okay. Well, thank you. Take a break, a breather, and uh, we'll get back to continue. Let's take some music from uh, the studio. By the meantime, we you're welcome to to give us a call in the studio line 020-697-161. I'm kind of messing up my number today. Ladies and gentlemen, uh, in case you just joined us, this broadcast is specially dedicated to the new community. We are fighting the corona, corona pandemic, coronavirus pandemic, with information. Information is powerful. So uh, if you have questions, you want to know more about the disease and how it's working, maybe you have specific questions about you know what you have seen or noticed or what you have felt. 
you can ask uh, our specialists, our health specialists here in the studio. These are frontline workers. So we're on a short uh, musical break and we'll be back shortly. In the meantime, feel free to give us a call on the studio line 020 697 1619. Uh, Mrs. Stella Seal Dugan. God bless you. All right, good. Let's uh, see if we can take uh, this message. Dear loved ones, when the fearsome news of the corona pandemic broke, public health professionals promptly prescribed three core safety measures to protect each of us against the virus. These are wearing of protective masks, keeping a social distance of 1.5 meters in our households where possible, at church, the market, in shops, or other public spaces, washing our hands regularly with soap or sanitizing our hands with disinfectant gel. It is also advised we stay at home when convenient, get tested free of charge with or without symptoms, and preferably self-isolate when needed. We are no longer in normal times. The things we are used to, the large in-person congregations, the funerals, the parties and the likes have now become super spreaders of the deadly virus. Don't be a doubting Thomas. Coronavirus is real and highly contagious. The interests of the community and society at large will be best served if we all observe the basic safety protocols and refrain from the large gatherings until it becomes safe again for such social activities. Let's be our brother's keeper and celebrate the gallant ones among us, those on the front lines, those in self-isolation to keep the rest of us safe, those battling for their lives, the scientists, the health experts, and importantly too, remember those we have lost and the families grieving. Be part of concerted efforts to stop further spread of the deadly virus and save more lives, protecting one another together against corona. This message is brought to you by the Focus Group on Corona Awareness for the Ghanaian community in Amsterdam and supported by the city of Amsterdam. Thank you so much. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, we are in the program. We're dealing with Corona Awareness campaign. We're talking about uh, the COVID 
information, benefits of safety protocols and testing. And my guests this morning are Ms. Vanessa Atia, who is an advisor of infection prevention of the KKD, and Dr. Anna Meek van wardenberg Tikrot. She is a public health doctor and works also on the corona team. Welcome back, ladies. Welcome back. Okay. Now, um, by the way, let me make a little correction. Uh, the student number is 0207371619. 0207371619. One six one nine. Feel free to give us a call. Okay. Now, ladies, um, the next question I want us to look at is uh, um, the safety protocols. Uh, can you go through the key ones and how we're supposed to observe them? The safety protocols. Okay. Uh, Vanessa, go ahead. Yes. So it's like I said previously. Uh, it's very, very. Uh, important to keep the distance and that's why uh, it's it's good to avoid very uh, busy places go on times that it's a little bit uh, uh, for instance go to the market early in the morning to avoid people uh, crowds uh, avoid going to parties well you can't go to p parties but um, don't don't meet up with too many people in one house and those type of things uh, and also, if you have symptoms, get tested, stay at home, and, um, you know, wash your hands frequently, especially before you want to touch your face, because like we said, yes. the root is through your mouth, yes. to your eyes. Uh, so make sure that before you want to do that, wash your hands with water and soap and paper towels, uh, or sanitize your hands beforehand. Um, Basically, also uh, cleaning surfaces here and there. You can use just all-purpose cleaner. That yes. should be fine. You don't yes. need to use uh, any disinfection mm -hmm. for tables or anything. Just use your all-purpose cleaner. You'll be fine. Okay. Um, for things like the door and the light uh, light buttons Lots and things that you touch frequently. Right. Uh, so those are the the, the, the main, main things, uh, the main important things really? and. Of course, the mask wearing, do that appropriately yes. uh, and uh, change it every now and then so yes. that uh, it's clean as well. Yes. Uh, if you have the ones that are not reusable, if they're reusable, wash them. Make sure that you, uh, you do that too. Well, about to the mask, the uh, talking about the mask, um, well, we have a different types so, uh, you know, there's some which I wash them, but people don't really wash them. So if I That's take a, off, a, if I use a mask for let's say an hour or something, and I take it off and I put it in my pocket, yes, and I use it again maybe the next day, is it safe? Well, without washing it. The the thing is, what we advise people when it comes to the reuse reusable Seven ones, ones yeah. just you know, we we say that there's a three hour span on wearing the mask. Yes. Because, but we say that because of the wetness that you can, uh, you know, you Put can produ mask, yeah. produce your saliva would come right. on the mask, yes. uh, and so that's why we have that time span. But if it's if it's sooner than that, and you already feel like oh, it's, it's a little bit wet. wet, let me just uh, renew it and have another one. There's so many masks out there. Mm -hmm. uh, just you know, make sure that. Uh, 
if you have wore it for a while, just replace it. Just yeah. replace it. Okay. So if you keep it like within three hours span, at minimum, mm -hmm. it's going to be reused. Yeah. So if you if you feel like oh I have had this one on mm -hmm. for longer than three hours, then in, with on and off, then just take that as a time for rechanging it. I guess the habits people have adopted because of sheer laziness and they keep doing the same mask over and over again. Is, there, is it dangerous, you know, to overuse the mask? It's, I mean, it's, besides the fact of if it's dangerous or not, it's not, like, nice to have something on your mouth and keep that on for a long time. Yeah. You know, some people even get, like, pimples on their skin because of wearing mask too much, you hear a lot of people having. Really? Uh, well, yes, like because I mean, if something is on your face it's all the time, yeah. it's not so really hygienic, and pimples come because of, because of bacteria that. on your skin. So, so it's it's not it's it's good to for your appearance, for your face as well, but also for hygiene and you know just to be hygienic. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Just just use the mask in those those um, circumstances, it's like in a shop yes. or, for instance, when you're moving. So when sure. we come in, we wear the mask and then we put it off. In the public but transport. Really, the main thing is keep your distance. Yeah. Wash your hands. Main. If not in your own household, yeah, yeah. don't wear those masks at in no, your home. Don't. No. And go outside. Go outside. Yeah. Just keep distance. Yeah, the virus yeah. cannot reach you if you ah, keep distance. It's yes. too bad to be inside all the time. True. Excellent. Don't Thank do that. you so much. Okay, Vanessa, you. Uh, uh, and, and, and overall health is also good, you know, go outside, exercise, eat well, yeah. and different types of foods, mm. just to help your immune system to be uh, the best. Okay, yeah. very quickly, tell us about the testing now. We want to know about the various test locations, also the mobile ones. Yeah. Where can people oh, yeah. access these facilities? Yeah. Very tell us quickly. Uh, yeah. yeah. We have many test locations. Mm -hmm. uh, there, there is a number, you, and it's. I have to say, it is free. Mm -hmm. So, and even if you are not, um, uh, as you, uh, it undocumented, undocumented. It's free, we won't trace you, and please don't let that uh, keep yeah. you from yeah. testing. Okay. The, the big one is in the Rai, but here in, in South Southeast. E yeah. mm -hmm. Southeast, there's near the Anton de Komplein, yeah. and also in Kleiburg. Kleiburg, okay. Yeah. Mm. And you can phone uh, 0800-1202, and they will help you. They also have a, an English-speaking uh, people, mm -hmm. oh, yeah. but you can also go on the uh, on the internet and make your own uh, own uh, appointment. But yeah. then you have to have your DGD, BSN, BSN, Sophie number, basically. Okay, but so those who have who are undocumented, they probably won't be able to use a DGD. They have to call. And then about the bus, the bus comes in different places all the time. At the moment, they as I looked it up, they are in Diemen at the Kruidenhof, and then they get spread flyers all over the neighborhood. They will come here also, but they just look how the situation is. It's different all the time. They go every two weeks. They go to different places. But the schedule is on the website. The GGD website, yes. yes. For the mobile units, the yeah. mobile Yes, testing but it, it changes, uh, yeah, changes every, two uh, every, weeks. every two weeks. Mm. Yeah. Okay. Now, can you tell us something about contact tracing? How does it really work? And uh, we'd like to know how the public health authorities are using that. How the contact tracing? Contact tracing. Yes. Also, tell us mm -hmm. about the Corona app. 
Okay, mm-hmm. we can both tell. Yes. We'll, sure. we'll, we'll, we'll uh, <laughs> do that in two I'll, minutes. Short. Yeah, I, I'm too. I'm talking too much. Um, okay. One, once someone is positive, he will be call, he or she will be called by the GGD bron and contact onderzoek, yeah. and they will uh, ask about how you live, how you lived. Mm-hmm. They try to to trace when your infection started. Yeah. Who you who you uh, contacted, and they they make a plan together with you for you and for your family. You have to go in isolation. Your family has to go in quarantine, and maybe some other friends. And this is this this takes about an hour, and they'll they'll go through it in English, uh, all the details. And it's different for different people because it's different how you obtained. The virus. Okay. So, so yes. basically, con- contact Trace. tracing is the main goal: is to keep the people that don't have the COVID mm-hmm. from the people that d- have the COVID, mm-hmm. and and the people that are at danger uh, of contracting COVID or at danger or at risk mm-hmm. because they have been close contact with someone that contracted COVID. Yeah. Those people, you, you want to separate them. That's the main goal of contact contact okay. tracing. Is there had, what role does the app, the Corona app, play in this? Or it doesn't? It's so, not connected with contact yes, tracing. Yes, they def- definitely is because it gives you a signal if you have been in close contact with someone that had the oh. COVID, oh, yeah. and then that basically means that you have to get tested and stay at home. Uh-huh. Yeah. So okay. just follow up those. Uh, the very la- last question: uh, What's the difference between isolation and quarantine? Oh yeah. So, is there yeah. a difference? There's a, there's a difference, definitely. Isolation is basically to isolate, so completely away from everybody, completely yeah, away from the world, really? so to say. Uh, How long do you have to isolate? Basically, you get that information from the GGD uh, mm-hmm. when you have get tested positive. Mm-hmm. They can see how many days you. Exactly. Yes. Okay. It and what is the quarantine? Then? So quarantine, quarantine is uh, to basically, if you have been at risk yeah. of contracting COVID, yeah. you have to stay uh, at home. Yeah. Yes. And most of the time, it means for your whole household. So everyone that lives there, because nobody keeps distance. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So then you just stay at home for the amount of days they have. So quar- quarantine, you're with your family, but isolation, nobody has to come here. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Isolation oh. means infection. Quarantine means you might have it. Okay. So you prevent. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. My goodness. Awesome. Thank you, ladies. You've done awesome. I've enjoyed you both today. And uh, I hope you also enjoyed uh, this time we shared together. Yeah. We miss our colleagues, but no worries. Uh, what's important is the information we have brought up. And uh, thank you so much, uh, Miss Vanessa and uh, Dr. Anamik. And I want to wish you a very lovely day. Same to you.